her father's <laughs> stepbrother, and her only living relative assumes guardianship of Tiernan, who is still two months shy of 18. I don't like where this is going. I don't, Bessie, I don't like where this is wait, going. Wait, is this, wait, is, wait, so, is Jay, this incesty? I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Yeah, well, we waited for it to go Run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything for us. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Pros. I'm Vicky. And I'm Jen. And this week we are going to try to guess books based off their covers. Okay, so this is definitely inspired by, like, a month or two ago when I had my friend do this. Yeah, And I found it hilarious. Like, I found that so funny that I was like, I think our viewers need to be a part of this. No, it was so funny when you were, like, I think you messaged me the first few. Like, you sent me screenshots. Yes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then you made it one of your Wednesday blog posts. It was so funny. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Because she had no idea what any of them were about. Yeah, she was pretty off. <laughs> yeah, she didn't do great. But um, we'll let that go. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if we do any better today. Highly doubt. <laughs> you know, with our reading yeah, skills. So, <laughs> well, okay, because I did want to talk about, I feel like sometimes you can tell the general genre yeah from a cover yeah, yeah. because like i feel like romance has a really kind of popular like a distinctive look to yeah, it contemporary even thrillers yeah like, you probably would know what a thriller thrillers is. yeah i don't know like if you showed me two books and one was a romance and one was a thriller i'm pretty confident in my skills that i could tell which was which Same. unless something really bizarre was going on on those covers especially since thrillers always have like the word woman or girl in the title (laughs) yes um that's absolutely true so before we started this episode today vicky started to tell me about her reading plan and i said vicky you need to wait and share this on the podcast because this is going to be good jen i want to hear your thought process no more we need to start recording i said say no more we got to get started (laughs) so let's hear what did you recently finish and what's the plan okay so as you guys know i've been on this weird book slump for like three months now i've been i literally have been (laughs) averaging like two books a month which is yeah wild because i was reading like 10 books in a month um so i just finished honey girl and it's been a while since i like read a book that wanted like made me want to pick up another book immediately and honey girl was just so good and kind of got my energy back up and (laughs) so (laughs) I finished Honey Girl and I really liked it and then I'm like let's pick up another book and the book I'm gonna pick up is A Little Life. (laughs) I don't understand how you made that jump like I don't understand how you got to this point at all. I know because it's so depressing and it's gonna wreck me and I'm not gonna want to read again. I don't know. No you're gonna ruin your whole streak like you were on like a one book streak. (laughs) I know. I feel like you can't wreck it yet. But I don't know I feel like I have like the motivation now to read it because that's get, a pretty big to get book. into it, and you have to be all right. 
am I in the right mindset? Mm, probably not. Um, <laughs> do guys, we're gonna Jen, have to monitor Vicky for the Jen next like thinks. few weeks while she reads this. I just finally yeah. have the motivation to like actually pick up a book, and because I've been listening to audiobooks lately, so now I'm like, I want to actually pick one up, sit on the couch, read it. And for some reason, a little life just popped in my head, and I saw it on my bookshelf, and I'm like, let's do this. I do love this for you. I also have been reading a lot more recently, which I feel like you've noticed because you've been commenting mean things on my reviews. Like, (laughs) stop reading so much. Okay, you've been posting back-to-back-to-back reviews. I'm like, when did you read this I know, I've been reading a lot. You finished Crescent City so fast. yes. Crescent City, I am going to talk about at the end today. But, um, yeah, I read it in, like, two days. That's honestly impressive. That's, like, I a 900-page book. obsessed. I was obsessed. And, like, like I have told Vicky, I got my roommates to start reading. So then I would come home and they'd be, like, sitting in the living room reading. And I feel like that really motivated me because I was like, damn, everyone else is reading. Like, I guess I'll pull out my book. <laughs> Dang. I'm going to move in so I can have that motivation. Yeah, you need to get Adam to start reading again. I know. <laughs> Did he ever finish A Court of War and Ruin? Yeah, he finished the series. He just hasn't picked up Silver Flames. Will he? Mm, probably or... not. Mm, he should. He that should. one's good. That's what I said. He won't. Come on, yeah. Adam. Maybe he'll listen to this and I can bully him into it. Okay, should we get into the guessing game? We should. Okay, I'm excited about this. So what we did to create this episode was I put um, one of the little question boxes on our um, Instagram, and I had you guys write in some books, and if I had never heard of the book, we took the cover and we have it in a doc so that we're looking at the covers, and we're going to describe the cover and then guess what it's about. Yes, and then we will look up what it actually is about and see... uh, Do a little reveal. Yes. See if we're good guessers. (laughs) If we're good bookstagrammers. (laughs) Yeah, if we've really learned anything in these <laughs> year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, you want to describe the first cover and maybe say the title? All right, so the first book is a navy blue color with white font completely over the cover. And it's like a very mm-hmm. artsy, cursive. cursive, like fat font. Um, it's called The Art of Fielding by Chad Hardback. Harbach. Harbach? Um, yes. And it's very plain. That's and it. And it does, yeah, it does say a novel in red, smaller cursive. So that gives me a little hint that this is a standalone. Yes. This is not a series. Yes. So and I kind of feel like the lack, that gives me something. Yeah, like the cursive, this type of cursive, and then mm-hmm. just the plain blue background mm-hmm. makes me feel like it's probably like a more serious toned book yes still kind of gives like ya vibes i don't know like maybe it's like a serious ya or something this kind of seems like a book like you would read in school i was just gonna say this is a book (laughs) your teacher would assign you in high school english yes i do feel like this is something you would read in class the art of fielding i don't know what that means it has to be about sports it has it's to be something I don't know, with a sport. I don't know, like, what the actual fielding, like, what that word means. But I think it's I a play on either. word. And I think there, this is, like, lacrosse. <laughs> this has to be, like, <laughs> yeah. about lacrosse. Okay, so I think there's, I think this is a serious tone novel mm-hmm. about sports. And I think that something bad happens. Yes. Do you get that yes. feeling? 
it's like maybe the dark cover is giving me like dark energy but i feel like there's maybe a tragedy like an injury an injury or like maybe he's trying to get a scholarship or her and something happens in the family where they might not be able to go to college on the scholarship okay i can see that like stay home and take care of mom who has cancer i don't know Ooh. okay so i feel like one of the other hints is that chad kind of sounds like a male's name so we can kind of think of like what kind of books men usually write because i feel like i don't know that is kind of a hint in itself i agree and that does lead me more towards the sporty book drama kind of thing rather than like i don't really think there's like a huge romance plot in this no and i so i think it's like uh going to be probably like a 17 or 18 year old senior in high school yeah they're like the star of the sports team i'm gonna go Mm -hmm. with lacrosse this just okay star of the lacrosse team yeah and i think there's a tragedy involved I absolutely do too. I think also like small town vibes, yes, maybe like kind of small bear town, town vibes. Ba- oh my god, maybe this Ooh. book is like Bear Town. I think we might be onto something, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Chad, we're getting your book out here. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that. I do. There's like a red check mark towards the bottom, or like a red streak. Yeah, I don't know like what that's arrow. about. I don't know if that's just underlining the author's name, or I don't if know that means anything. I don't think it means anything. I'm not feeling anything. Um, how long do you think this book is? Because mm, obviously, maybe can't like tell. I don't know, two hundred thirty pages or something. Yeah, like, it's definitely not like a little life like like huge thing. Sure. Okay, so should we do a little Google? Yes. Okay, but first, would we read this book based on the cover? I would consider it for I'd consider, sure. It, yeah. Yeah, I would not pick it up just because of the cover and buy it, but I would consider it. Like, it's not one that I'd be like, ew, that cover's so ugly, I'm never reading that. It wouldn't grab I would turn my it over. attention, though. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd probably be like, oh, I've heard about that. Let me see. Like, let yeah. me grab it. But mm, does it, like, or, immediately capture my eye? Nah. No. Or if I was, like, really browsing and looking at a lot of stuff and it was on an end cap, maybe I'd look at it. But, like, no, it doesn't jump off the shelf at me. Okay, let me look up a little summary on Goodreads. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Ooh, at Westish College, a small school on the shore of Lake Michigan, baseball star Henry Scrimmishander seems destined for big league stardom. But when a routine throw goes disastrously off course, the fates of five people are upended. Oh, no. This is so exactly what we said. I mean, like, pretty much. Henry's fight against self-doubt threatens to ruin his future. College president Gert Affenlight, a longtime bachelor, has fallen unexpectedly and hopelessly in love. Owen Dunn, Henry's gay roommate and teammate, becomes caught up in a dangerous affair. Mike Schwartz, the Harpooners team captain and Henry's best friend, realizes he has guided Henry's career at the expense of his own. And Pella Affenlight, Gert's daughter, returns to Westchester after escaping an ill-fated marriage determined to start a new life. What is happening? As the season season counts down to its climactic final game, these five are forced to confront their deepest hopes, anxieties, and secrets. In the process, they forge new bonds and help one another find their true paths. Written with boundless intelligence and filled with the tenderness of youth, The Art of Fielding is an expansive, warm-hearted novel about ambition and its limits, about family and friendship and love, and about commitment to oneself and to others. 
Vicky, that sounds so good. That was a lot. Oh my god. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, we definitely could never have guessed all of that. That But is... we got kind of close. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> we definitely had the sports and the tragedy and, and uh, star like player, school age. School. We we said high school, but college is close enough. Yeah. That baseball was lacrosse an affair. Wow, and it has 3.96 stars on Goodreads. I'm intrigued by this for sure. <gasps> Maria read it. Yes, Maria is the one who recommended this, so I actually would like to hear her thoughts on this. I feel like we should have her guest star on the Maria, podcast. Call right in. <laughs> Maria, please dial in. <laughs> um, yeah, so it has 113,000 ratings on Goodreads. So like a lot of people have read this. I'm surprised I've never heard of this. Yeah, I've never heard of it, never seen this cover. Wow, that's a lot to wow. unpack in that summary. I, I really liked this one. This was a good place to start. It was. Um, I also want to ask Maria, like, did you read this for school? I wonder if anyone read this for school. Honestly, like the types of books she reads, like that's why I love following her because she is always posting books that I've never really seen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, follow Maria reads books a lot. Yeah, (laughs) she does have some books that I haven't heard of, and I always enjoy them. All right. Yeah. Wow, that was a roller coaster. So, would you read this book based on like now the full description? Yeah, I would actually. I would read this book. I want to hear more, like, if she liked it, but I feel like she probably did. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, should we damn, move on? damn, that was a roller coaster. Yeah. All right. I don't know if I can. I'm kind of, like, thrown. <laughs> Let's stop while we're ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. We should have ended with that. <laughs> okay, the next okay. one. Do you want to describe the cover? Yes, I am really excited to describe a cover. Okay, so it's called How to Stop Time by Matt Haig. And it's a light blue cover, like sky blue. We've got a, um, what's that word? Time piece? Like an hourglass. An hourglass. Shit. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> Time piece. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I feel like sometimes English is my second language, but it's not. Okay hourglass there's an hourglass in the cover and it's filled like the bottom part is filled with sand and there's a man sitting in the sand with a dog beside him kind of like a german shepherd type looking breed but Mm -hmm. it's black like it's just shadows so you can't really tell and then he's leaning against a rose that's growing up through the hourglass and the how to stop time is kind of like i don't know how to describe the font like a a banner kind of yeah like a banner yeah so it's pretty simple other than that like the hourglass is the main focus of the cover and then everything else is pretty simple around it would you pick up this book based off the cover okay so i have something to say about that i did not like the midnight library that's and i know this is by the author yeah that is this author so like Definitely not, but um, <laughs> if I was just but judging it by the cover and not the author, probably still no. It's not my kind of thing. Okay. What about you? Um, yeah, I don't think I would really gravitate towards it. Um, not no. Seeing who the author, I haven't read Midnight Library. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to ruin that for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I would pick it up. It just seems very bland yeah uh, just the colors it's are, not my I energy yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, so cover-wise, I don't think it's something I would really jump for mm-hmm. if I saw it out. Um, so what do you think this one would be about? Okay, so how to stop time. I'm assuming someone's going to be dying. And I'm also wow going to take this information because I know what the Midnight Library is about. Yeah. So I think, like... He probably maybe has the same M.O. for all his books. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be a person because the dog being on the cover makes me think it might be the dog that's dying. Like, Damn. So, and you know. Yeah, why is there a dog on the yeah. cover? Why is there a rose on the cover? I feel like all the pieces aren't coming together for me right now. I, I'm not really getting it. I also, like, I kind of didn't think that someone was really going to die. I didn't really get that vibe. I kind of thought that it was more like how to live in the moment, you know? Like, how to stop time. I don't know. I was feeling more like, I feel like it's going to be preachy. Like, it gives me preachy energy. Okay. Like, kind of like, I don't know, advice, self-help, how to stop time, how to be present. Okay. We could, anyone could be correct at this point. Yeah, I did not get that vibe, but I see where you did get it. I'm because you know I don't um, know why my mind library automatically <laughs> was like death. <laughs> Probably because aren't you reading? They both die at the end right now. I am. Though, wait, those covers are kind of similar. Wait, actually, they kind of are. Yeah, so maybe that's why your mind went there. Maybe my mind's just dead. Okay, I think you should read this summary for this one. She. This is in quotations. She smiled a soft, troubled smile, and it felt the whole world slipping away, and I wanted to slip with it to go wherever she was going. I had existed whole years without her, but that was all it had been, an existence, a book with no words. Tom, end of quotes, Tom Hazard has just moved back to London, his old home, to settle down and become a high school history teacher. In his first day of school, he meets a captivating French teacher at his school who seems fascinated by him. But Tom has a dangerous secret. He may look like an ordinary 41-year-old, but owing to a rare condition, he's been alive for centuries. Oh my god, Tom, I did not see this coming. Like Age of Adeline type stuff. Tom yeah. has lived history performing with Shakespeare, exploring the high seas with Captain Cook, and sharing cocktails with Fitzgerald. Now he just wants an ordinary life. Unfortunately for Tom, the albatross society the secretive group which protects people like tom has one rule never fall in love as painful memories of his past and the erratic behavior of the society's watchful leader threaten to derail his new life and romance the one thing he can't have just happens to be the one thing that might save him tom will have to decide once and for all whether to remain stuck in the past or finally begin living in the present okay so i did say that little you, piece of yeah you were present. you were on it with that <laughs> okay i also feel like we probably should have guessed that there was a romance element to this one just because of the rose really gives me romance yeah. energy i see i, I didn't see know things. what the rose was for i was like and why is no, there still a I dog on get the cover <laughs> okay so i'm still really unclear about the dog <laughs> dog unclear. <laughs> dog unclear after reading the summary would you read this book no 
<laughs> I wouldn't either. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, honestly, I, I might read this book if it was by someone else. And I feel like I'm making you hate the Midnight Library right now. But, like, it really turned me off. I didn't like the writing style, so I don't think I'll ever read anything by him again. I'm definitely still going to read the Midnight Library because I want to see. Yeah. Like, so many I've had people, people like it. it. And I've honestly, it. yeah. yeah. And I honestly, like, I could have just been in the wrong mind space when I read it, all that kind of thing, because so many people did like it. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I would not read this. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Even know. Even though it is, is interesting. It? But, yeah, it's just not I also something... feel like it's, it, I think it's, it's been a done. bit overdone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Matt. Matty boy. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Matt. So, uh, moving yeah, on. Moving on. <laughs> Move on real fast. <laughs> Your turn to describe the cover for this one. It's called Velocity. I just know this is a thriller. This has to be. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the cover is like a very yellow orange sunflower like sunflower color, yeah. Um and then it has Velocity in bold black <laughs> letters and but it's kind of like there's like yellow lines over Velocity and then that's going horizontal. And then the author's name is going vertical. And... Kuntz. Kuntz. Yeah. So the O in his name is also the O in velocity. So they, like, intersect. So it forms, like, a cross, kind of. Yeah. That... And it says, think fast. So... Definitely a thriller. Definitely a thriller. Something about cars. New York Times bestseller, it also says. So I feel like this is one of those books for dads. You know what I mean? He's, Or, like, like, older men. I see this guy's books... In thrift stores, mm-hmm. like an entire shop, all his books. <laughs> I've never. That's why I think they're for older books. people. Probably. I do think they're definitely an older audience. This dude has written a million books. Yeah, so I feel like it's probably very formulaic. Like I feel like he probably has his plot down, and like you know, like Steve. I don't know. I guess that's a bad thing to say. But like, there's authors who have like a very formula for like yeah. what they write, and it's kind of like insert man who like lost his wife and is like struggling like you know yeah every that's probably this kind of book yeah it's not a book i would ever pick up the cover no this is another Mm -hmm. cover that just screams like i found it in my school's library it's mass market paperback look which is not a look i like Mm -hmm. but and the yellow i do think you could be onto something (laughs) with like the car I think there could be a car chase or, like, a car theft. Yeah. Oh, do you want to hear a story time? Yes, Like, please. break? Absolutely. Okay. So, basically, um, someone's car got stolen from my apartment complex today. And, I'm like, we saw the cops here. But, okay, so then um, my friend, my roommate's boyfriend was, like, he came back up and he was, like, yeah, so the reason that their car got stolen was because they left it unlocked with the keys in it. Like... I don't know. I'm not saying you deserve for your car to get stolen, but, but but like, what? (laughs) And the thing is, like, we get emails all the time from, like, car break-ins around the area, and, like, I don't know. How do you leave your car unlocked, and how do you leave the keys in it? I don't know. I can't relate to that. So maybe that happens in this book. Maybe there's a car theft. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I don't live that life interesting like even if As i was running honestly, upstairs for a second no 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 no. my car is getting turned no. off and locked even if i'm just walking yeah. away for a second um yeah. yeah especially like 
where you a live. college town yeah yeah no mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't live in the best place ever <laughs> i feel bad for that person and i will not make yes. the blame but but it's quiet it- <laughs> the silence <laughs> is loud um the silence wow, is deafening their car back that sucks I do. That does, like, no matter what you did, that does incredibly suck. Yeah, I mean, no one should steal a car just because it's easy, but. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's still bad. Um, yeah, the. Honestly, like, I don't promote theft in any way. Like, stealing is so bad. (laughs) I've influenced. Oh, I can't. Um, so the yellow, like, stripes across velocity kind of remind me of like in a movie when a car speeding like how the lights blur mm-hmm. out of it like they make that effect happen. yeah i think so, i see that I, but i just don't know what this or what cars have to do it also it. reminds me of like like the speed so maybe we're talking like drugs oh like the distorted look i feel like there could be some drugs involved in this too okay like a like drugs like a drug cartel <laughs> okay okay do we think there's Dean car theft Coon and a drug cartel is doing this <laughs> i don't think J- dean would do I that but i can't even think of a plot like i just know this is a thriller yeah like probably some guy's like wife died some yeah some guy's like wife is kidnapped or murdered redemption and he's i don't he's know trying revenge to, yeah revenge this hat <laughs> yeah that's okay that's what i'm gonna go with some wouldn't revenge. read this based on the cover but let's see the plot i'll read the plot right. for this one velocity here we come <laughs> dean Kuntz's unique talent for writing terrifying thrillers with a heart and soul is nowhere more evident than in this latest suspense masterpiece so i have this whole sentence down and we have no clue what it's about <laughs> um the latest suspense masterpiece piece that pits one man against the ultimate deadline if there were speed limits for the sheer pulse racing excitement allowed in one novel velocity would break them all get ready for the ride of your life okay we're all totally on track so far Bill Wiles is an easygoing, hardworking guy who leads a quiet, ordinary life, but that's about to change. One evening, after his usual eight-hour bartending shift, he finds a typewritten note under the windshield wiper of his car. If you don't take this note to the police and get them involved, I will kill a lovely blonde school teacher. I- this took a turn. If you do not take this- if you do take this note to the police, I will instead kill an elderly woman active in charity work. You have four hours to decide. The choice is yours. So, wow. It seems like a sick joke, and Bill's friend on the police force, Lanny Olson, thinks so too. His advice to Bill is to go home and forget about it. Besides, what could they even do if they took the note seriously? No crime has actually been committed. But less than 24 hours later, a young blonde school teacher is found murdered, and it's Bill's fault. He didn't convince the police to get involved. Now he's got another note, another deadline, another ultimatum, and two new lives hanging in the balance. Suddenly, Bill's average, seemingly innocuous life takes on the dimensions and speed of an accelerating nightmare. Because the notes are coming faster, the deadline's growing tighter, and the killer becoming bolder and crueler with every communication, until Bill is isolated with the terrifying knowledge that he alone has the power of life and death over a psychopath's innocent victims, until the struggle between good and evil is intensely personal. Until the most chilling words of all are, the choice is yours. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I just went right there. <laughs> yeah, you kind of left us for a bit and then came back. Um, <laughs> that, wow, that was a roller coaster. These have all been really a lot. <laughs> that was, that's an interesting plot. No drug cartel, no car chase. It was no more unique than I wife. thought. <laughs> No, I think we were pretty off with this one, actually. Like, probably as far off as we could be. The only thing we got right is car. It's Yeah, and, like, pulse, racing, excitement, speed yeah. limits, whatever. We did know it was a thriller. Wow. We did know it was a thriller. I'll give us that. Um, I would not read this. I would not either. This just okay, does because... not... This seems, like you said, very cookie-cutter, mm-hmm. mass-market like releases a book every two months type of book i don't not to be mean yeah but i just i don't know it doesn't seem interesting it seems like the kind of thriller where like you pick it up and it has like a interesting-ish premise but then once you actually start reading it it's not good it also sounds very repetitive like he's gonna keep getting these notes and he's gonna keep deciding like who to kill i feel like i'd be really bored yeah not for me and like a lot of time with these books i feel like there's no connection to the characters so like i feel like i don't even care that the blonde woman dies you know like i don't feel like i have the connection there um, maybe i'm judging it too harshly but why does the blonde woman get to live and the old woman doesn't kind of rude yeah i don't know this doesn't seem like for me yeah sorry dean hate to break it to you we'll be reading that all right you want to i'm excited for this next one you get to describe this I just described Velocity. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. I zoned out for a second. I blacked out. Okay. Well, I really wanted to describe this one, so I'm glad that I get to. This one is Credence by Penelope Douglas. So, obviously, I do know who Penelope Douglas is because we've mentioned her, I think, like, pretty recently. We talked about she has Birthday Girl and she has Punk 57. But Credence, I have no clue what it's actually about. So, for the cover, it has, like... A very twilight-looking forest on it, like the um, green trees, but then, um, like, there's the green trees kind of along, like, the bottom of the book, but then the top of the book has the image flipped, so the trees are kind of dangling upside down. So we've got, like, a forest coming up and a forest dangling upside down. Then in the middle is the word credence in, like, all lowercase letters, and it's, like, in a yellow to blue gradient, and the word letters are kind of, like, I don't know foggy or like drifting or mm-hmm. like bleeding out yeah yeah there's mist in the middle twilighty forest credence yeah which i have no clue I... what this would be about okay i've never read a penelope douglas but mm-hmm. all of her covers are so wildly <laughs> different like usually with <laughs> yeah. covers, you like all of their covers even if all their books are totally like they're just standalones they all look very similar and you Mm -hmm. would be able to know like oh that's like a colleen hoover book but emily henry yeah you just know what none of her covers like punk 57 has like paint all over it and it's like super (laughs) bright and this is very like yeah the colors are dull in this yeah it's kind of creepy Well, so if I didn't know who Penelope Douglas was, I would say that this was a mystery or like something like that. But I know that because it's her, it's probably a romance. Yeah, because she's known for like steamy romance stuff. Yeah. Um, 
so this gives me like very lonely vibes like you said twilight mm-hmm. but like just kind of depressed um i think did you ever read that book that was like set in alaska do you know what i'm talking about it's like this girl in alaska and the covers kind of look like this i I can't remember for the life of me what it was but it's a romance (laughs) okay thanks jen (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome for contributing that to the conversation basically this book looks like it takes place in alaska yeah or you know seattle (laughs) washington something over there yeah it's not over here no so i mean it's obviously a forest see i'm Mm -hmm. i just know she writes romance but what this gives off very depressed vibes like this is about like some high school girl or just graduated (laughs) high school and she's hella depressed bella swan and yeah she's going into the forest to escape her life or something like how is this going to be a romance maybe she meets someone someone in the forest yeah (laughs) stop you're just scaring me no i think that like she lives in a small town in alaska and like some guy moves to the town okay or maybe like he had moved out of the town but it's kind of the thing where like he returns home and he'd been away for a long time but now he's come back and they kind of start up this romance i feel like there's an age gap between the characters we're talking older man absolutely (laughs) older man i don't know i think that yeah this is a girl (laughs) she's trying to like accept the life she lives or something or accept she hates her life yeah she hates her life but she's trying (laughs) to accept it and she's just lonely depressed trying Mm -hmm. to like escape and Mm -hmm. she meets this older man who's like i'll show you the way i don't know i think it definitely does take place in the woods though that just like she goes like camping a cabin or or like a small town maybe her family owns a cabin and for just a weekend she's like i need to escape so she goes into the cabin Mm -hmm. and the older man lives in the cabin next door i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i do think that she did experience a like loss like Mm -hmm. i think that either her parent or sibling has died i agree i think a family member died that's what this cover is giving me yeah should i read it (laughs) okay would you like to pull it up i am nervous i am excited (laughs) penelope douglas is one of those people i do want to read so i'm curious to hear about this one i just think this is like so oh wait would you read this based off the cover me i would not i think it's an ugly cover absolutely not Mm -mm. dead okay tiernan de haas doesn't care about anything anymore got that wow (laughs) nailed it the only child of a film producer and his scarlet wife she's grown up with wealth wealth and privilege but does not but not love or guidance shipped off to boarding school from an early age it is still impossible to escape the loneliness and carve out a life of her own damn the shadow of her parents fame followed her everywhere and when they suddenly pass away she knows she should be i knew it but has anything really changed she's always been alone hasn't she jake vanderberg her father's (laughs) stepbrother and her only living relative assumes guardianship of tiernan who is still two months shy of 18 i don't like where this is going i don't bessie i don't like where this is going wait is Wait, so is Jake, this incesty? Jake is the dad's stepbrother, so 
he's her uncle he's her but just not by blood not by blood but still the moment you become family it's weird it's weird so we were right about everything basically that's not even we we're not right even about done the di- yet we're not even done. oh my god <laughs> okay so please don't continue so the step her dad's step brother jake um takes guardianship of her because Tiernan, Tiernan is still two months away from being 18 so she's not an adult yet she's sent to live with him and his two sons noah and caleb in the mountains in colorado no no Tiernan soon learns that these men now have a say in what she chooses to care and not care about anymore as the three of them take her under their wing teach her to work and survive in the remote woods far away from the rest of the world she slowly finds what? her place among them and a, and as a part of them she only realizes the lines blur and rules become easy to break when no one's watching one of them has her the other one wants her but he he's going to keep her what okay that last sentence one of them has her she's definitely sleeping with one of the sons the other okay. one wants her. The other son wants her. But he, as in Jake, a step-uncle, he's going to keep her. He's going to keep her. That's disgusting. <laughs> but I want to read this. <laughs> She's savage. This is insane. I feel like I we feel were like very I- right. <laughs> I feel like we were spot on about a ton of that, which is, like, scary. This Penelope, are you okay? Do you need help? This is kind Cause of because we want to read another birthday one? girl is when she starts sleeping with her boyfriend's dad, which we are going to okay. read. Ew, Penelope, stop! <laughs> like you're not okay. Penelope is. I'm scared unwell. for you. I like need to pull up a picture of what Penelope looks like, but I don't want to. I think it might just break you know yeah don't look i can't look i'm gonna look now I need <sighs> okay to look. fine fine let me google her i just want to see who this woman is and like what that was not what i was expecting at all penelope guys looks really normal she doesn't really look like the woman who would be writing these weird ass stories mm. blonde hair blue eyes middle-aged like maybe there's something who behind the her? eyes Penelope, what happened to you? I just want to talk. Okay. Anyway, we have to move on. Would you read this book? I would. I absolutely would read this book. Oh my! I would read this I book, don't think and I, I am like going it. to read this book. <laughs> I don't think exactly. I would like it, but it's going to be one of those books that I can't put down because I'm just. I kind of so want to read this now. Shocked that someone has put these words to paper. Oh, Penelope. You're scaring me. <laughs> Mom, come pick me up. I'm scared. Oh, yes. Yeah. All of these books that we've been guessing so far were really great suggestions. Like, thank you guys for putting these in our story box because these were great. Because, like, I feel like we've been coming up with some insane theories about what they're about. And somehow the actual description is always crazier. Yeah, that was a... Uh... <laughs> I'm a little scared that we got a lot of that right, though. <laughs> yeah, we got too much of that right. Like, the age gap and the parents dying. Like, that was very specific. <laughs> and the cover is pretty simple. Um, 
to get that much from. We're just, you know, our education over the last year and a half is really... We are educated. I think we got to move on. That just was a roller coaster. So, do you want to guess what a house in the sky... Or, do you want to describe the cover of that? I honestly forget whose turn it is already. So, this one is another... We really picked a lot of blue books here. Um, This is like a (laughs) tealish, navy, blue background. Yeah. Um, And then it says, a house in the sky in white on top. The Two authors. This is written by two Mm -hmm. people. Um, And then there's like shapes and birds that kind of like ombre that the bottom of the book is yellow and then it ombre so like a light blue for the birds and the shapes mm-hmm. um very interesting yeah i wouldn't i think this is non-fiction this hat like is this a memoir this I think this has to be a memoir or, like, I don't know. It's, like, based on a true story or, like, I don't know, some kind of news reporting. Yeah. A house in the sky. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this one because I don't understand what it's about. What do the birds have to do with? So, birds always... I definitely feel like, like, the nonfiction, maybe a memoir, a true story. Birds always kind of feel like freedom... So I feel like, like you said, maybe some mental health and trying to free herself or like move on from a very tragic thing that happened. Yeah, moving on from some trauma, trying to get free from that. I the do two think so. authors is really throwing me off. Though. Yeah, because if it was one author, I'd say it's their mental health journey, but I don't get how it's by both of them. Unless, Unless it's, it's one of them, she experienced it. She experienced it. And, and the, the other's other helping, right? actually wrote it for her. Yeah, or, like, is her nurse or, like, her caretaker? Yeah. I don't know. Can we look this one up? I need to... G- First, would you read this? I wouldn't probably based on the cover, but I would no. for definitely maybe turn it around because I'd be intrigued. I'm intrigued right now. And yeah. it does say New York Times bestseller, so I think that might make me turn it around just because, like, what is going on here? Yeah, I don't know. It all like one of the quotes from uh on the thing says an extraordinary narrative of forgiveness. Okay, so we're so, definitely trying to forgive someone who traumatized us. So this says a memoir first off. Wow. Wow. So okay, so here let's get into it. Breaking news. Amanda Lindhout, one of the authors, lead kidnapper Ali Omar Adder has been caught. Amanda Lindout wrote about her 15-month abduction in Somalia in A House in the Sky. It is the New York Times best-selling memoir of a woman whose curiosity led her to the world's most remote places and then into captivity. Exquisitely told, a young woman's harrowing coming-of-age story and an extraordinary um, narrative of forgiveness and spiritual triumph. As a, ho- as a child, Amanda Lindhout escaped a violent household by paging through issues of National Geographic and imagining herself visiting its exotic locales. At the age of 19, working as a cocktail waitress, she began saving her tips so that she could travel, travel the gro- globe. Aspiring to understand the world and live in a, a significant life, she backpacked through Latin America, Laos, Bangladesh, and India, and emboldened by each adventure, went on to Sudan, Syria, and Pakistan. 
In Afghanistan and Iraq, she carved out a career as a television reporter. And then, in August 2008, she traveled to Somalia, the most dangerous place on Earth. On her fourth day, she was abducted by a group of masked men along a dusty road. Held hostage for 460 days, Amanda survives on memory, every lush detail of the world she experienced in her life before captivity, and on strategy, fortitude, and hope. When she is desperate, she visits a house in the sky high above the woman in chains in the dark. Vivid and suspenseful, as artfully written as the finest novel, A House in the Sky, is a searingly unsentimental account. Ultimately, it is compassion for her naive younger self, for her kidnappers, that becomes the key to her survival. I'm sad. I have goosebumps. (laughs) I do too. I am shocked. Wow, that, that sounds really, really good. It sounds good. I just don't think mentally I could read that. Oh, oh my God, no. So I do think it's like Amanda's story, and whoever Sarah Cobert is helped her write it. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. That's that heavy. Was very yes. Very overwhelming. Oh my gosh. I need to like sit with that for a second. That's intense. I would have never guessed that. The fact that that is all, like, true and happened to someone. I really hate hearing stories about, like, kidnapping and, like, human trafficking that are real. Because, like, that's honestly one of my biggest fears. That's so scary. Absolutely top fear as a female. Yeah, I I would read this because I think it would be such a good story, but I also wouldn't read this because I'm so scared of it happening to me that I don't think I mentally am in a good place to do that. Yeah, I don't think I could read that. I don't think I could read this either. Know my name. Like it's hard. It it's so painful to read something like that. Yeah. This has really unsettled me. This podcast took a sad turn. But I might have to pick this up eventually. You are legally not allowed to read this back to back with a little life. I'm not letting you do that. (laughs) I would be so deep in the depression. I would have to come to Boston and like check on you. You really would. (laughs) You're like, bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, darn. Jen has to come visit. Okay, should we talk Um, about one last book? I'll put this on the back. Yeah, put that in the back of the brain. Um, let's, uh... Okay, so did you want to... get a little happier. <laughs> did you want to do Oliver? Did you want to do A Great and Terrible Beauty because you haven't heard of it? Um, no, let's do Oliver. Okay, I'm excited. Um, Vicky apparently knows so what Olive is about, but I don't know what Olive is about, so I will go ahead and describe this cover for you. So, basically, the cover is very simple. It's, um, like a yellow shade, like a lighter yellow, and there's a woman at the bottom of the page wearing a dress with a white t-shirt under it, and she's very, like, minimalist. Like, you can't see her face. She's just kind of, like, a block caricature. And then there's leaves kind of, like, falling down on her, like, only a few leaves, like, four leaves or five leaves falling down straight towards the middle of the cover. And then in big, bold lettering in the middle of the page says Olive, which is the title, by Emma Gannon. So, <laughs> I don't know what this is about. This looks con- like, like um, what's the word? Adult literature? Like, just adult fiction? 
like contemporary. Yeah, contemporary. I would absolutely pick this up. Yes, though, off the shelf. Like I would. This Cover is a book stunning. that I would see on an end cap and immediately. Yes, get to it's it like my and, like, style for sure. It's like honestly, yeah. definitely something I would pick up and look at. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Also, I like the style yeah. of what she's wearing. Like I would wear that. <laughs> Cute little outfit. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, you can definitely tell, like, the age range of, like... Yeah, she's probably... She's it's probably, probably, like, a coming-of-age story. Um, she is definitely going through something, but I don't quite know what she's going through. Maybe a breakup, um, like, relationship troubles, family troubles. She's in her 20s or 30s, and she's struggling. And I think Olive is her name. That's what I'm going to go with. Olive is her name. She's the main character, and she's going through something... And it's kind of about, like, Olive's relationships, like, with other people and her growth. Am I anywhere close to correct, Vicky? I think you are. Okay, should I look it up? Um, or do you want to look, it, look up? it up? Yeah, give us a little, yeah. give me a little rundown. So, this is Emma Gannon's first novel. Ooh, a debut. So, it's independent, adrift, anxious, loyal, kind, knows her own mind, all of his many things, and it's okay that she's still figuring it out, navigating her world without a compass. But life comes with expectations. There are choices to be made, boxes to tick, and sometimes stereotypes to fulfill. And when her best friend's lives start to branch away towards marriage and motherhood, leaving the path they've always followed together, Olive starts to question her choices, because life, according to Olive, looks a little bit different. Moving, memorable, and a mirror for every woman at a crossroad, Olive has a little bit of all of us. Told with great warmth and nostalgia, this is a modern tale about an obstacle course of adulthood, milestone decisions, and the taboo about choosing to not have children. Wow. And I actually, I really, like, I've seen reviews, I really wanted to read this, but... I was a little nervous, too, because I love relating to books, mm-hmm. but I'm a little nervous to relate to yeah. this book too much because I feel like right now a lot of my friends are getting married mm-hmm. and they are, like, starting to have kids mm-hmm. and I'm nowhere near that. So I'm like, oh. Would this make me think about my read. life, like, too seriously? Right. Maybe. Right. Maybe it would. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'd read this or not. It definitely sounds, like, vaguely interesting, but I don't know if it's, like, interesting enough for me to pick it up because there are so many coming-of-age style books like that. Like, um, you know, it gives me Honey Girl vibes, all that. Yeah, There's just, just so many that I don't girl. know if I would pick this one up. Uh, like, it's one of those things where, like, for sure if you recommended it to me, like, if you read it and you liked it, then I would read it, but I don't know if on my own I would just go out and get this. Yeah. Like, I really, I love Tunny Girl because I did relate to her, mm-hmm. but Olive seems m- a little more serious than Honey Girl, yeah. and it makes me feel like I'm really going to start questioning my life. Which I don't my want. my life choices if I read this book, yeah. And sometimes I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I, I just want to be vibing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow, so I think deep. we did some really good guessing today. We did. And we had a few pretty correct. I am definitely going to post these on the Instagram on Monday. And so, like, when you guys are listening, you can definitely scroll through there and reference them um, and take a look. And see, maybe some of you guys will find a new book to read from this because, like, some of these did sound really good. Uh, Credence. We did. We got at least two. (laughs) Credence will be picked up. Credence. um... A House in the Sky, if that's your thing, comes highly recommended. 
the art of fielding yeah there's a lot of good books that we talked about today so maybe you guys can find something new to read all right you want to talk about what yay recently read i absolutely absolutely do light it up girl light it up okay so i read crescent city and i have had this on my shelf for probably like a year now because i've been trying to space out all of sarah j moss's books because i love them and like really enjoy them so i don't want to read them all together so i've been waiting and i finally felt like the time was right because um Allie has been posting that she read crescent city and like is obsessed with it so i was like okay like you got me girl like i'll read it i started it and i became obsessed with it so you read it so fast <laughs> i read it in like two or three days like i definitely finished it this week or like started it this week and finished it um what was really cool about it was that it like mixes magic with the real world which i always love so there's like fairies and like little sprite like pixie things and like vampires all kind of magical beings but there's like also (laughs) stop it don't talk about that um (laughs) um anyway so there's like magical beings but there's also cell phones and you know vibrators and all that kind of things and real jobs real jobs um i really enjoyed it like police officer type things but they're like werewolf police officers yeah i don't know it was a good mix i modern loved it i just really enjoyed the setting a lot and then me and vicky have been talking about it and like the romance wasn't my absolute favorite thing in the whole world. Um, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't my favorite. But the friendships in this book are unmatched. Unmatched. I've never read such good friendship in my life. So freaking good. It made me cry so much. Yeah. Yeah, this book made me cry. It's just, like, I got so emotionally attached to the characters. I love Bryce. Like, she's honestly a queen and an icon, and I just loved her. Like, her character, her loyalty, and, like, the traits that she had, her friendships were so strong, and, like, I just adore her. And she's so brave. She's strong as fuck. Yes, she's a badass. Like, everything she went through, I was like, oh my god. When she's just, like, riding through the city, you know, (laughs) taking names, like, she's just... Yeah, a badass. She girl bossed so hard. She really did. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. Bryce's anthem. <laughs> yeah, so definitely run out and buy it. Run out and buy it, run out and buy it, run out and buy it. Yes. Um, and also, in other news, I'm going to go visit Vicky and we're going to get a Crescent City tattoo. Yeah. I told, when Jen <laughs> finished this, I was like, oh, cool. I really want to get lighted up as a tattoo. And she was like, stop. And I thought you were telling me, stop, like, Vicky, stop. Okay, no. You don't need more tattoos. <laughs> and then you were like, I want that. And I was like, okay. No, I meant stop, like, why would you say such an amazing idea? <laughs> like, how dare you force me Listen, to get another light tattoo? light it up would be an amazing tattoo. Vicky, I need that. Because it just symbolizes so much. It does. Like, light oh, it up. That, that part in the book. It's so good. Light it up. Light, light it up. Light it up. <laughs> Light it up. Yeah. We're doing I it. That. I would definitely get that tattooed. Absolutely. Where can we go when I go up there? You got a place in mind? I don't know. Okay, well, you got to figure it out, and then I'm coming up. All right. All right. Would you like to talk about what you're reading? Because I'm intrigued. Yes. So, 
something a little different. I'm not done with my book yet. Boo. We're, we're slow. <laughs> listen, listen. It's getting difficult because we're reading the same books and you've already talked about Honey Girl on the podcast, so I can't yeah, talk about Honey fair. Girl. Well, maybe give a brief, like, one sentence thing. Did you like Honey Girl? Yes, okay. I really <laughs> did. Um, everything, our, we were, like, in line where you were, like, super relatable, loved the romance. Um, I also love that it really focused on Grace much more than the romance. Like, yes. she was the priority. Um, just really enjoyed that. But, yeah, highly recommend. Okay. And it was super short, too, like, 200 pages. Yes. Or even less than that, I think, honestly. Okay, so I, after our TikTok episode... <laughs> Um, where we were talking about um, books that, like, were so popular, but we just don't understand why. They both die at the end, was what... And Jen and I were like, what's the Like, what's the dealio? Like, why? So I'm scrolling through Libby, (laughs) as as I do. do, And They Both Die at the End was available right now. And I had just finished Honey Girl, so I was like, okay... I'll download it. I texted Jen and I was like, do I get this? And she's like, absolutely. Um, So I downloaded it and I've been listening to it. I'm about 50% of the way through, probably a little bit more. Um, So just to recap what it's about, um, it's it's a split point of view. So there's two people, Mateo and Rufus, and they are both going to die today. And they join this There's an app for that. There's an app for that where you can connect with people that are dying and, like, hang out with them on your last day or just, like, get some comfort that they're also dying um, because shared misery is a thing. And so Mateo and Rufus meet on the app and they connect and they're spending their last day together. So far, I don't love it. Yeah, I did Um, not expect you to love it. I'm going to finish it for the podcast. For you guys. For the fans. Yeah. For the fans, we're finishing this. I mean, the audiobook's really short. It's like five hours, so whatever. Not too bad. Um, But it's just like, I don't really understand the concept because it's, they're told they're going to die. Like, they get a phone call from these people. And they're like, hello, you're dying today. And then I'm sorry, they're what? just like, oh, fuck, today? And they're like, yeah, today. And But it's it's not like you're going to die at midnight. It's like you will be dying in the next 24 hours. At some point. And you point. don't know how. Yeah. So, like, some people get scared and don't even leave their house. But you could die, like, of a heart attack. murdered. You can die of a heart attack. You can, like, get hit by a car. Like, you don't know. You can slip and fall down the stairs in your own house, and that's how you die. So from the moment they call you, you'll be dead in 24 hours. And, like, it could be 10 seconds later that you die. You don't know. Wow. Um, But they don't really – there's no world building. So we don't really understand, like, where these phone call people came from. Like, all of a sudden, you're just thrown into this world <laughs> where – you get a phone call on the day you're gonna die but the weird thing is like people can also so regularly die what yeah so like not everyone gets a phone call you'll you'll get the phone call but you could be dying of cancer literally about to take your last breath and they'll call you and be like yeah you're about to die but it's not like you People can still be murdered. Like, the book started out with, like, someone was beating someone up to death. 
And they're so you can still regularly (laughs) die. I don't know. Yeah, it's really so. It makes no sense because it's like, how do they know? I that's what we don't we don't know. Like, did they just see? Like, I don't really like that because I kind of feel like it'd be cooler if it was like a scythe, you know, kind of concept. Right. That's yeah. I don't like that because if and if everyone got a phone call, I'd be like, okay, cool. But when I found out that you can still, like, die a regular way, mm-hmm. mm. I was like, what's the point of getting phone calls? Like, why is this a thing? Is is it like Scythe where, like, the population's growing out of control? Yeah, I'd like There's some more no background. There's no world building. Absolutely no background. So I'm a little lost. <laughs> but fair um, enough. I don't really understand. <laughs> I don't really understand why this is a thing. Um I think the book is really focusing on Mateo and Rufus and their friendship relationship. And the author just, like, didn't care to give us any background. So I'm, like, eh. I don't know. I'm, like, 60% maybe. Well, thank you for and the I'm update. Um, yeah, I'm glad course, you're I'll doing update. this service for us so that I don't have to. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not going to recommend this. Yeah. I'll give my update. Yeah, give us an episode, update though, next week. I'm sure I'll finish today or tomorrow. All right. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. Some guessing, that's some it. reviews, fun new recommendations. I know. Spicy. Um, some really <laughs> spicy books, honestly. Like, literally, Penelope so Douglas, back at it again. With some kind of family <laughs> romance that I am unsettled by. <laughs> all right. I will see you guys next week. Vicky with the little um, Instagram ads. Right. <laughs> subscribe um follow us at anything pros pod follow me at vicky's bookshelf vicky with an i if you follow vicky please follow me too at a broke bookworm (laughs) and we will see you guys next week Bye. bye